Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.077 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Hope you had a great week. Uh, it was a pretty good week, first back of the post-New Year's Mark Aram Show. I'm happy with what we got. I'm really happy with tonight's show. Um, Ray Liotta will join us. Uh, Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones will join us. But the, the headliner, if you will, on the Mark Aram Show tonight, one of my favorite comedians of all time, she is Wendy Liebing. She is at the Punchline this weekend. Welcome to the program, Thank Wendy. How you are you? so much. I just finished all of my holiday shopping. <laughs> well done. I know. Good for you. Well, I've been thinking about what to get everybody mm-hmm. because it's the thought that counts, Absolutely. right? Um, but I finally, finally figured did it. it all out. I'm, I was on vacation for about three weeks, went out of town, and I get back post January 1, and there's Christmas presents waiting for me here at the station. Nice. And then it's like, oh, now, you know, I thought I was done with my shopping, but like, oh. Oh, now you have to. Yeah, Jay Black got me prenup brittle, so now I got to go find <laughs> something. So I'm, I am actually still. You could re-gift. Just give. I do that. You, I do that a lot. I re-gift, but I tell you that this is a gift that somebody gave me that I have no interest in whatsoever. So you're full disclosure, re-gifter. Yeah, just in case I re-gift it to the person that <laughs> gave it to me. I'm a, I'm a re-gifter of um, gift cards. Like I get a, people give me gift cards right. for some reason to places like Nordstrom or Lane Bryant. Like places I'll that, take them. Yeah, so I, I have no idea what those places are or what I can buy. So... My my postman got uh, Nordstrom's gift card. Uh, my poker dealer got Lane Bryant. I, I mean, I just regift. Well, my that's gift cards. a weird one because Lane Bryant is for, for plus size big women. Ladies, yeah, this guy he's he's a it's skinny a man, but I gave him. But he likes big ladies, so maybe he could. <laughs> he's he going to regift. But I'm always concerned like that the card itself was regifted and that maybe <laughs> they use some it. of it. <laughs> I never thought about that. I know somebody gave us a card once for a restaurant, mm-hmm. and I called up to find out how much was on it, and they said nothing. Really? But I think that was because time had, ex- you know, lapsed. It expired. It's, yeah. Yeah. That, that saved you the embarrassment, though, of eating a huge meal and then giving them the and gift then, card. And, wash, and washing dishes. Yeah. Are there still gift cards uh, to the punchline? Can we still get those? Are those uh, we have we have a way that you can gift somebody <laughs> admission to the to the punchline? Yeah. So Jamie Bendel, uh, owner of the punchline, joins us now at the new location inside the beautiful Landmark Diner. Um, if, if you don't mind, with Wendy here, just talk about about how things are going at the new spot. You know, things are really actually going very well, Mark. It's perhaps the best comedy club in town. 
Perhaps um, I would say yes. It is definitely. the best. I mean, look, I, I try to give a. a it's allegedly. I'll pat you on the back. Okay. Yes. Um, it but is. I would. Uh, it's it's a little bit of an interesting process because I don't know what you just described as where we are and all that stuff is a little bit of the unwieldiness mm-hmm. that I'm experiencing of how do I say where it is. Sure. We are dead at the intersection of Piedmont and Roswell. Sure. Inside the Landmark Diner. And people say, I've been in the Landmark Diner. Where exactly does the club fit? Yeah. Well, they've given <laughs> us half of the building. Yeah, exactly. So there's 200 seats inside the diner. And you say, well, where inside the diner specifically? And I say, they don't know come they inside the, room, yeah. the front door and immediately to your left, you'll see two big doors it's a that say it's a big, the Punchline yeah. Comedy Club. Right. I thought Next it was in someone, the kitchen. Yeah. So Next time, if ask, you've you reached, say, you know the counter. That's where we're performing. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, a couple of guys, exactly. right through the thing. Um, yeah, if you've reached the cheesecake, you've gone too far. <laughs> uh, you need to. You need to turn left. What I, What I'm excited about, um, and no offense to the uh, the fair at the original Punchline location, but I'm assuming now I've got a wider selection of edibles available to eat at the new oh location God. inside the diner, right? It is everything that was available on the menu mm-hmm. you can get in the showroom. So anything that... Shrimp scampi, we got it. You got it. We got it. The uh, roast turkey with stuffing. We got that. That's amazing. The Greek you, salad. We have that as well. They have really good yeah. matzo ball soup. There. I, I know. Marcy was tr- eating it last we, week. We've got the, the whole... So we I'm have not, both the kit and the caboodle. you how to do your business, Jamie, obviously. <laughs> but... That's a big selling point to me. The oh, food? It's, it's, the food. Absolutely. absolutely. You can, I'm, you're going to go on a limb now and say we have the best food and the best options of any comedy club we, on the planet. We may have a broader menu yeah. than any other comedy club. There's no question. No, it may in the have. Country. Yeah. Wendy, back me up. Yeah. You've been uh, on the road for years. Years and years. And I was going to say, and I, I really think this club is amazing mm-hmm. and one of the best clubs the new club is one of the best clubs i've performed in because and i've seen them all you can you can see wendy lehman while enjoying a monte cristo (laughs) name another club i'm yeah you can have french dip you'd like a euro we have that too you'd like veal piccata that's available the the butts in the seats the comedians are the highlight Mm -hmm. but you can't undersell the fact that the food is phenomenal and you can get a chocolate shake and mozzarella milkshake. sticks and, and mozzarella exactly. sticks and I'm seeing comedy. So like it's I, all about the food. Yeah. It well the food helps. The food helps, especially the Mark Aram show listeners. They know I <laughs> I love food. Yeah. I talk about food all the time. Yeah. So I'm gonna come and see Wendy. I'm gonna see all the comics because I love you. I love the punchline, and but I'm gonna stay for the food. Yeah. I and uh, not to t- totally change subjects, but re- <laughs> revisiting Christmas, I was so depressed when I got a bag of the bad kind of Twizzler cable there's is there a good kind no i but it was like it was the joy of christmas i was like sweet a bag of twizzlers Wait, turns out it was a bad the, kind of twizzlers i don't yeah. think twizzlers no 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 bad, no. they have the the, the one that looks like it's a cable that's been cut oh. in half and it's all the little oh, strands yeah. of not it's cherry and it's not and somebody gave that to you on the way in however yeah totally wiped the slate clean because you guys had individually wrapped yeah. real twizzlers cox radio twizzlers are the mm-hmm. best boom you Wendy. guys have a lot of candy out <laughs> there. Know, like, I like to eat Dum Dums, the the lollipops, mm-hmm. and then I eat Smarties, hoping they cancel each other out. <laughs> Very nice. Are you? Uh, see, my wife likes the sour candies, like Sour Patch Kids mm-hmm. and Sour Skittles. I, as you saw, am a chocolate guy. I like the 
um, the chocolate, the dark goddess. Uh, mm-hmm. But you, you like I the like other stuff. Candy, just candy I in like general. Sh- I have a sweet tooth, and it's actually the only one I have left. <laughs> I have the rest Hold on to bridge. that. Um, no, I like raisinets. Those oh, are the those girl are raisins. Great, yeah. But my favorite are uh, peanut M and M's. That's classic. Yeah, you I, can't go I, with I'm a candy holic. I'm anti sourification. Are you? Yeah, I think that there are certain like you can get like sour gummy lifesavers. Yeah. Oh, right. no, my you wife can't. Loves them. No, you can't. My wife has. There are a thing called fiber gummies. Did you know about this? Yeah. Where it's you can get your it's fiber. It's like a probiotic. Yeah. Or I don't. I don't know. My wife uses fiber. them. They're, she has fiber issues. And she puts them in gummy form. And she literally said, I would take these more often if they were sour fiber gummies. <laughs> because she was, she's still looking at it as candy. Yeah. She's well, And I think she... they actually make them. I think you can get a sour. Don't tell her that. Yeah. Don't I know you can get that. a sour multivitamin. I eat cough drops as candy. Do, do you have Wendy, Wendy Lieben in studio? She's the punchline <laughs> this weekend. Um, do you have any pre-show rituals? Is there something you need to eat, drink, whatever, before you go on stage? or? I ha- no, I don't have to eat or drink anything, but I do have to floss sometime during the day before I really? perform. Really? It's just a superstition. That's No, that's good, and though. And then the other superstition I have, I don't know if it's su- superstition or a ritual, but I usually straighten up the green room before <laughs> I perform. <laughs> I have no idea why. I'm not a neat freak. Did, um, have you, did you see the green room at the old punchline? Oh, yes. You I've, need weeks to straighten that one up. You know what? I didn't even up. try to straighten <laughs> up that one. I actually messed it up a little bit more. How's the green room in the new spot? Uh, the new green room uh, at the new spot is fantastic because you can get a milkshake or <laughs> mozzarella sticks in it. <laughs> fantastic. Um, Wendy leaving his studio. I, I got to mention this. Um, I've been a fan for you, for, of yours Thank for you. a long time. And you were on two of my of probably my favorite t- tv shows of all time the larry sanders shows and dr Katz. i absolutely adored both of those shows what was it like to be to be on those uh well larry sanders which was gary shandling mm-hmm. show um they had me doing a bit on tv like as if i were performing on his show mm-hmm. and then hank was in a hotel room with a hooker <laughs> yeah. and he was watching the show and my jokes were all about being married yeah. so it was like trying to get him to feel guilty for not for being in this hotel room um but it was just surreal yeah. doing stand up on a fake talk show in front of a real audience and there was a fake green room it was just bizarre the whole experience but i loved it and then dr katz i started doing stand up in boston mm-hmm. and jonathan katz was one of the comedians and we were really good friends we did gigs road gigs together and uh, he had me on the show and i played myself and they had my mother on the show too, but not my real mother. Okay, well, that was Mrs. not your real mother. Okay, they had Mrs. Liebman. It was okay. somebody else's voice. But uh, were you happy with how the cartoonist portrayed you in Doctor Cat? Well, I had very short hair yeah. at the time, and I look like I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish I had looked more like I look now when Understood. they cartooned me. But um, it's, well, they can CGI at in the uh, digital yeah. re-release of Doctor Cat. Oh yeah. Thrilling. I mean, I think Ray Romano got his start. Sure. Doing I mean, jo- Mark Maron, Ray Katz. Romano, just yeah. like it, both of those shows. I, I still to this day love both of those shows, and they were so good, but they were so ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Larry Sanders' show could be on now and killing it. Right. He uh, broke that fourth wall. Yeah. It's just, it was, it's, it, and it holds up too. I don't know if you ever get to watch any of the reruns. Yeah. It holds up so well it holds up so well as does dr katz do you know what does not hold up well Mm -mm. lone wolf mcquade 
Well, I didn't see it the first time. It's a uh, <laughs> Chuck Norris movie that, as a kid in the '70s, I thought was the greatest movie get of all of time. I saw it two weeks ago over Christmas break. Perhaps the worst acted movie in the history of movies. Hmm. That's hilarious. It was literally like Chuck Norris went to a bar. And was like, I need nine guys to to be in this movie. <laughs> And that's who and those get. were the ones. It's so bad. I tried to uh, persuade my daughters to watch with me um, Clint Eastwood's Any Which Way But Loose. Classic. That whole. They didn't. Up. They didn't. They didn't get it. And I was like, right turn, Claude. The orangutan. Yeah. The I best sidekick in movie. The best sidekick. You never saw that. No, but I remember seeing a movie in the seventies called The Hot Rock, and I was so bent on showing it to my stepsons and I found it in a used video store and we watched it and it just did not do it for no. me. It was hilarious. It wasn't funny. Going back in time is a slippery slope. It was not funny. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Like yeah. I will watch a rerun of uh, MASH or All in the Family and I'll, I'll see jokes that I think have influenced me Sure. to my stand-up now yeah. but I didn't realize it then well the, the the classics like that hold up lone wolf mcquade does <laughs> didn't not. do it pop hot rocks rock. hot rock yeah, yeah. pop rocks whatever does yeah. not hold up doesn't wendy can you hang on one more segment of course jamie you have no choice uh we're gonna come right back uh wendy lehman in studio she's at the punchline this weekend tickets available at punchline.com a little rusty there buddy where we rusty. where we've always been i was like do i say the phone number or not no, no just punchline.com just, just website all right we're coming right back this is the mark aram show Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show uh, on the Friday edition. Wendy Liebman in studio. Uh, the headliner, the uh, sideline acts tonight. Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones. Excited um, about that, Natalie Dormer. Uh, she is... She's going to be in studio, right? No. <laughs> do, you have, do you watch Game of Thrones? I have never seen the Game of Thrones. What's, what's your favorite TV show right now? Well, we just started watching Better Call Saul. And That's the follow-up to the other show that I did. Breaking see. Bad. Breaking, Breaking bad. bad. And it's great. And I also loved um, Orange is the New Black. And those are the those are the shows that I like. But okay. I watch everything. Like, I watch a lot of late-night sitcoms. Like, right now, it's Frasier. But for a while, it will be The Nanny. Or So I watch those late at night because I'm an insomniac. <laughs> You're, someone is watching The Nanny reruns late at night. And her name is Wendy Lee. Mr. Mm -hmm. Sheffield. <laughs> but, no, I also watch The Food Network. Okay. And my husband's like, why? Why? You don't know how to cook. And I'm like, I might learn. You never, never know. I also watch a lot of the true crime shows, honey. <laughs> <laughs> how to go away with murder uh, I'm, I'm really excited thank you so much for coming in thank uh, you so much for having me I'm excited to see you at the punchline the new location inside the landmark diner the corner of Roswell Road and Piedmont Road and you know now Jamie anytime there is a crash at that very busy <laughs> intersection I will say on channel 2 a crash in front of the punchline comedy club inside the landmark diner. Right. No if charge hit, to you. If you hit the cheesecake, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> you've gone too far. <laughs> Tickets available for the show. At punchline.com. And just to reiterate, you go to see Wendy, tell the jokes and be funny, but you stay for the widest, largest, greatest menu in comedy club history. 
history. No club has ever had a menu like you. No, no, nobody has tried to do something this ambitious with a uh, menu at a comedy club. You can before. get a Western omelet while watching Wendy Liebman. It's a double threat. <laughs> it is a double threat. Do you, do you get? Does she get carte blanche, whatever she wants? Uh, she gets carte blanche. So you can go surf and turf tonight if you want, pre-show. I'm going. And I'm then, going surf and turf. <laughs> and then you can floss right after before you head out. You have a good memory. I try. I try. Uh, can we follow you on uh, Twitter or anything like I'm that? I'm on Twitter, Wendy Liebman. Okay. L-I-E-B-M-A-N. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. It's just my name. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. We'll see you at the Punchline, the new location inside the Landmark Diner in Buckhead, Peachtree, Piedmont, Roswell Road, that triangle of goodness in the heart of Buckhead. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Joining us now, uh, an actor in the movie that I've seen the most in my life, my favorite movie of all time. The movie is Goodfellas. The actor is Ray Liotta. Mr. Liotta, an honor and a uh, privilege, sir. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, now we're going to see you on the the small screen tonight on NBC, the premiere of your new series, Shades of Blue. Tell us about this. It's a, it's a cop drama uh, where there's a group of us who we do things that are moral. We do things that are not, not moral. We do good and bad things. Uh, and I find out in, very early on that, that the FBI has captured one of, the, one of my people and is setting them up to, to, to bring me down. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And as you can imagine, I'm not too happy about it. And it's, it's just how this kind of uh, uh, unfolds in front of us. But, but it, there's, there's so many dynamics. There's so many just, uh, good actors and good things going on between us. There's, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, so, what's the right word? A lot of character things that are going on, as well as a lot of action. Talking to Ray Liotta, the series is Shades of Blue. It premieres tonight on NBC. Uh, you play Lieutenant uh, Matt Wozniak. Um, what's it like playing uh, the boss cop in a, in a show like it's, this? I've, I've done it before. I've played a lot of cops, uh, some good, some bad. I really like it. I really enjoy it. There's a certain... 
power that you have uh, in terms of uh, of playing a cop. And I just have a lot of respect for what they do. Early on, uh, when I was researching, uh, I would do ride-alongs with, 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 with cops, and it was really interesting what, what they do and what they face and how how dangerous it is. Like, every day it could, you know... Especially now. Now things really are out of control. I, I can imagine. All right, so you, you've played many cop roles, and, and of course the famous role as a gangster in Goodfellas. You have, uh, I would imagine, people of all walks of life coming up to you and talking to you about roles you've played before. Yeah, yeah. I did a movie, Karina Karina, with Whoopi Goldberg that, that, that a lot of African Americans like because it's a show. It was in the 50s, and it's how her and I got together. Uh, and kind of fall for each other. So, yeah, that, and I've done a couple Muppet movies, uh, and then the ones you mentioned, Field of Dreams, there's a little bit of everything. I've been doing this a long time, so I've been fortunate enough, uh, enough to play different types of parts. I think my, my favorite character of yours in the movies, we're talking to Ray Liotta, by the way, um, was the dad in Blow. Like, I just loved that guy. I was rooting for that guy the whole movie. Yeah, he was just deeply in love with his son. No, knew his son was up to no good, and kind of had to turn his back on on what he was doing because it just was so against his principles of of, of what to do. And it, uh, it's a true story. What's really interesting is. Uh, Barry Levinson directed uh, this. He's Academy Award-winning director, and he directed Shades of Blue. And he actually knew uh, and uh, uh, George Young, who, who was the ma- who's the real guy in uh, in Blow that Johnny Depp played. And they knew each other uh, when they were living out here in California. I forgot in what beach, Laguna or somewhere. And and he actually wanted to be an actor and got Barry Levinson to go with him to take a ride up to L.A. to check it out. Barry became uh, became intrigued with it and obviously uh, uh, got into the business, and George went off and became a huge uh, coke dealer. Now, I think recently, like the last week or so, I think George, uh, the real-life guy, got out of jail. In the got last... out, I think, yeah. That... I, I think I've heard that. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, all right, we're wrapping up with Ray Liotta, uh, an amazing actor. You can catch him tonight on NBC, the new series Shades of Blue, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Thanks so much for your time. Best of luck, sir. Okay, thanks. See ya. All right, welcome back to the show. Joining us now, uh, a celebrity beyond compare. She's in uh, two of my favorite things of all time, uh, the Game of Thrones and the Hunger Games. She is Natalie Dormer. Natalie, thank you for joining us on the show. Absolute pleasure. How are you, Mark? Excellent. And now, obviously, you've spent some time in our beautiful city of Atlanta during the uh, Hunger Games filming. Um, Tell us thoughts about uh, the Southern Jewel that is Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I miss your food. I mean, (laughs) there's nothing else to say. Luckily, I was training for a marathon at the time, so I was able to run run it all off. (laughs) The gorgeous richness of uh, your love, your food there in Georgia. But um, yeah, I I miss I miss your restaurants and your food a little bit. I have to admit. What What were some of your favorite restaurants here in Atlanta, if you don't mind sharing? I won't be able to remember the names. It was like a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm afraid. But uh, I don't want to mess it up. But um, 
I became a local at a fair few, definitely. Excellent. Well, hopefully you'll have reason to return sometime to Atlanta. I mean, it's basically become the Hollywood of the South. There's so many movies being filmed here, down here now. So much shoots there now, right? It's fascinating. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the things that uh, I want to talk to you about is an upcoming film called The Forest. Uh, it, it opens Friday, and I heard you talking about this with Jimmy Kimmel uh, on his program. Tell us a little bit about The Thor- the Forest, which is coming out on Friday. So The Forest, you meet my main character, Sarah, um, and she seems like the perfect housewife. You know about that in Atlanta. Good husband, good car, good job, everything going for her. And um, then she gets a phone call from uh, halfway across the world. The Japanese authorities phone her and say, your twin sister, your identical twin sister, has gone into the Okagahara Forest, which is a forest underneath the beautiful Mount Fuji in Japan, um, where people, it has the reputation where people go in with the intention of taking their lives and not coming out again. And that's one of the more upsetting um, characteristics or associations that the forest currently has, um, which obviously the Japanese find upsetting, but it is the reality of the situation. And they say to her on the phone, they say to Sarah, we're not going to go and look for your sister because we're pretty convinced she's dead. And Sarah says, no, I can feel that my sister's alive because she has like a, a, a mysterious twin connection with her. So she gets on a plane. She does what most of us would do for someone we really love. Um, she gets halfway across, across the world, and she goes into that forest to find her sister. And then stuff starts going bad quite quickly. Now, the forest is kind of freaky, right? There's some, some mental aspects to this forest. Yeah, I mean, that's what I loved about the script so much, and I wanted to do it. It's not your normal sort of slasher, gore-fest horror movie. It truly is a psychological horror movie with many thriller elements and you know for me i just loved this idea that it's not necessarily that the forest is a bad place it's that it just has this power this um this power to reflect your own demons back at you stuff that you're carrying deep inside so if you have sadness within you or you're you're carrying a trauma that you haven't yet addressed or your own emotions, it's going to find a way to throw them back in your face. And I just thought that was a really uh, intelligent place to start a script because, you know, we all have baggage, demons, history that we'd rather not have. So it was kind of a commentary to me on um, being in touch with your own emotions. And that hits home to me because I've got about 15 things that I carry with me on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> like a lot of them are minor, but they, they, you know, they stick out from childhood, like picking on a certain kid or I, I know there's just these things that weigh on our consciousness. And that would freak me out if I went and those things were thrown back in my face like that. Yeah, I mean, that's when a horror movie, you know, true horror in the pure genre, um, that's its, its great power is to be this metaphor for our real lives. And basically, this story, what you're looking at is this beautiful, loving relationship between two siblings, but who had a trauma in their childhood. And one has dealt with it, and one hasn't. And it's kind of ironic, because you could kind of argue the sister that looks, appears more strong on the outside, maybe it's actually the other way around so i really i think it's i think it's a thinking person's horror movie you know you like bangs and scares great go but if you want something a little bit more something a bit more emotive and something drama you can sink your teeth into it's there as well i'm excited i like the psychological thriller let me ask you a question where, where do you live natalie 
I live in London. Okay, let me ask you the question about movie theaters in London, because here stateside, I want to know if, if you guys have caught up to us or if we've caught up to you. Going to the movies is so much more enjoyable now for one simple fact. Obviously, you're producing great movies, and that helps, but... Um, recently, like we've started having assigned seats in movie theaters, which I don't know why it took 80 years to come up with the idea of assigned seats in movie theaters where you know you're going to sit. Do you have that in England where you know what seat you're going to be sitting at at the movie theater? I mean, mo- mostly. There's still ones that you can go to or certain showings where it's like, you know, a free house that you can sit where <laughs> you want. But mostly you're allocated now. Yeah. I just enjoy knowing where I'm going to sit. It's like in a plane. Like I hate going on a plane where you don't know where your seat is, but if you know where your seat is in a movie theater in a plane, it just makes it so much more enjoyable. It takes like some of the stress well, also off. It's preference, right? It's like you say on an airplane, it's preference. Everybody is different and people want to sit in different places. So uh, it's uh, it's whatever makes Taylor's the experience to you the best, right? Absolutely. I will be front and center for the forest on Friday. <laughs> I like to be a little bit further back, to be honest. Yeah, well, you don't want to look straight up on the screen, but definitely uh, in the middle of the theater. I can't let you go without asking about Game of Thrones. When's that coming back, and what can we expect from your uh, awesome character in that in that TV show? Uh, season six is on its way in April, I believe, and so it's not that long to go now, guys. And uh, we find Marjorie Terrell where we left her, which is in a very dark, dingy, cold jail cell. So, more contained than Sarah in the forest, but pretty much the same camp <laughs> you were, Yeah, you were not a in a good situation condition. at the end of the last season. Um, I, I, I liked your character. You know, a lot of characters in the Game of Thrones, you either um, you feel indifferent about them or you hate them. Yours was a character that I really liked from, from the start. I just liked your character in that, in that show. Oh, that's lovely that you say that. Thank you. She's a, She's got a good heart, does Marjorie Terrell. I genuinely believe that. So uh, I, that, that's lovely that you say that. Excellent. Natalie, thank you for uh, for your time. Uh, love your work. The Forest starts Friday. Uh, psychological thriller. Check it out, folks. Natalie Dormer here on The Mark Aram Show. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Bye, Atlanta. Take, Take care. See ya. Ten fifty-five, fifty-nine degrees on Peachtree Street. Monitoring the situation on the Air France flights. We'll have the very latest coming up in just five minutes. Bill is in Buckhead. Billy Baru, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, how's everybody? Excellent. Good What's topic cooking? tonight? Listen, uh, briefly on on the the pleasantries that we all exchange. Mm-hmm. How you doing? <laughs> One of mine, since I'm uh, in the senior bracket, I, I always say uh, I'm doing okay for an old guy. I like it. But here's another one, and I think you guys might recognize this. And sadly, it doesn't necessarily have to do with Radio 750, but it's, how you doing? Well, better than I deserve. That's a common one. Okay. I'm living uh, the dream. That's A lot of people say that. How you doing? I'm living the dream. Yeah, that's another one. I'll tell you, the car thing, boy, that's a, man... Personally, and this is driven by my own economics, I don't. I'm fine with never having a new car. I'm fine with that. That's what the experts say: is never buy a new car. Because the use, and it's it's sort of a smoke and mirrors game, like a lot of sales, and uh, the whole leasing thing is a myriad uh, that I don't know. You should have had Clark on here to advise some of us. (laughs) 
He's sleeping. He is way past. It's way past his. Yeah, bedtime, I understand. Yes. Anyway, do what now? Guys, that's all I got. Do what now? Just kidding, Bill. Do what now? Kenneth, Nancy, Jen. I promise we'll get to you right after the very latest from the news, weather, and traffic departments. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Arum. M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Still to come, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. No other talk show in Atlanta gives you Johnny Kilbasa and Booger. They actually might be the same person. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.